0: And gentlemen boys and girls welcome to who asked you the podcast absolutely nobody asked for but we are going to provide my name is caleb la Chappell, and i'm joined as always by my co-host ross parker and alfred bride how's it going boys what have we been up to
1: all right so this week has been a pretty chill week for me i've been relaxing watching a few shows here and there don't remember much of the shows because i'm not gonna lie my entire brain was just wiped because of the weekend i don't even drink i just stayed up late in new orleans and had a blast i watched some football at superdome went to bourbon street went to frenchman's quarter went to jefferson square bought art went to some uh went to some cool bars saw some music ate some gator got some beignets what a weekend cafe dumont cafe dumont Ma- i didn't go to cafe dumont Ma- i went to cafe uh, beignet which is like literally like a block mm. away so <laughs> i found it out it's like cafe dumont is like the uh voodoo donuts of portland so And if you just go uh-huh. to Blue Star, if you just go to like Blue Star Donuts down the street. You, you get it way faster. You get it way faster. You get a better donut. All yeah. It's like that. So I was like, I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take the, the insider access on that. I mean, I just feel like this week, you know, uh, it's it's my birthday. So I spent a lot of time building up for, for birthday stuff. Like what are my goals for the year? What do I do? I do birthday goals. So my sister and I do birthday goals rather than uh, New Year's resolutions. So every year, you always kind of take a time to like look at your uh, your philosophy traits that you want for the year, and then what things am I going to experience? This year, I have the top 50. I only came up with 50 things. Top 50 things that I need to do before I turn 27. And I have a list, and I'll share a couple with you guys just right now. Um, so the first one is try speed dating,
2: mm-hmm.
1: do skydiving.
2: I, I say, hmm, like I'm surprised, but Caleb and I both know Alec, and that should not humble be surprising. Brag. That is not brag.
1: On it, my sister was the one that recommended that.
2: She, oh, was really? like, uh, she was the
1: one that recommended she, she try speed dating because it's very different than regular dating, apparently. Um, go to Miami if I have a chance. I feel like that would be a cool oh, one. Good choice. Create a time capsule. Do a geocache. I don't know if you guys ever done a geocache before. I didn't, I found out about that. Read Frank Herbert's Dune. And then. Cosplay Halloween costume. Obviously, we just finished Halloween, so that was like I was 25. 26 that'll, be, that'll birthday. be your last one. Yeah, I need to, yeah, definitely been the last one. I definitely need to, I want to have a good costume, like, I almost kind of want to be Rex, Captain Rex from the 501st and get like uh, and save up a lot of money, go to Etsy, maybe get like one of those almost thousand dollar costumes, and just yeah, really kind of, of nice like, ones. yeah, like a hundred bucks out of 10 months i'm yeah. good i have i'm gonna have a good costume I and i feel like that. that So, and then these cool things more for the nerdier side of my uh, uh 50 things a lot of these things are supposed to get me out of my comfort zone but these ones are just more for me too um buy a grail comic and post about it so buying a grail comic if you're a comic book hunter you're looking for uh, either like you either get a 9.8 of a low grade comic or a, not a low to unwanted comic that you like and it's a very top tier comic top grade comic or you can go get something like a Hulk 181, first appearance of Wolverine, and get it CGC or get it just like Raw. And owning that is just like a grail. You know, and you get a low CGC, like at like maybe like a 1.2. So it's going to be busted up or it's going to be uh, remade. And then the same thing with a rare Pokemon card, first edition. Mm. So All right. Those are That's so. a cool
2: list. That is yeah, a cool so list.
1: I didn't have much watching this week, but I feel like. I feel like everybody in on what I was doing this week yeah. in terms of life and dirty shit. So that's what it was at. that was me.
2: Ross, what are you been up to? I respect the hell out of that. Well, first of all, I need to be the first host to jump in and say happy birthday to Alec. We are literally doing a pod record. Salute to you, sir. We are recording on a Monday. It is Alec's birthday on Monday. We don't drop pods till Tuesday, so if you're listening, you're a day late. Shame on you. Happy, um g- give Alec a happy belated over on happy Twitter. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. Fine, we'll take it. Um as for myself, uh, I want to piggyback off what Alc was saying. Been to New Orleans when I was 20. Great spot. I was sucked into Ooh. that tourist trap. I did go to Cafe Dumont. That's a long line, bro. Dude, it, 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 it was a long line to wait for three beignets and a cup of coffee.
1: Yeah. So, Cafe, if you insider access, Cafe Beignet, down the street, block away. Just as good. You can get chicory coffee if you want, which is also another New Orleans thing. And that was actually my first sip of coffee in almost a year. It was the chicory coffee. I ordered like a small little bit to sip it. Damn. Um, but I'm back yeah. to no coffee.
2: And then doing one step further, Alec, I don't know if you guys saw it, but last year I was actually, or two years ago, I guess, I was in Miami. Great yeah, spot. I, I really want to try okay. that out. Great spot. The food is some of the best. I remember Little Havana in Miami. It, it's all Puerto Rican Cuban to mention our public food. I highly recommend. Great city. Yeah. You spend a lot of money really quickly though.
1: Oh, same thing in New Orleans. Every meal I was getting was like at least $25 or more. And I was eating three times, maybe four times a day, just because I was like, you just you, you gotta, gotta try everything. Yeah. You gotta yep. try everything. So that was the thing. So you're like, I, you know, I gotta get this food, I gotta do that. You thing. wanna be we local. Go you wanna
2: thing. like a local.
1: Yeah, you wanna try everything out. So but Miami is my, uh, my next big, big, big vacation spot. I might go in Christmas time in Miami since I'm not hanging out with my family.
2: I like that. I like that. Definitely encourage you to go to Miami. Now, as for myself, what I've been watching, only one real thing I've been watching. But holy fucking shit, I think I may have found my new favorite show that I've seen in a long time. I started Old Ted David. Lasso. Okay. Started you Ted Lasso, what? and I burned through the entire season and over the weekend. So like that was the majority of my time. It's 10 episodes, 30 minutes a piece. So that's a solid couple hours of content right there that I binge through. I love, I love, I see what everyone's talking about. It's so good. It,
0: it doesn't get, um, I feel like it doesn't get the same level of like, oh, you have to watch this as something like Game of Thrones did because there is people that are like, oh, it's just like that's that show based off that commercial. Like it's just a joke show. It's like, no, it's just like an actually good show.
1: It's, like, it's actually got the incredible the quality level, It's got the quality level of Apple TV behind it, which yeah. Apple TV has a lot of like, they're in competition they, with they HBO a, Max in terms of money, budget, and yeah. and quality of content they want to put out. They're, they they put out great shows over on
0: Apple TV.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I have and, not and watched also, it. But. It's the, uh, I don't want to say stigma, but it's actually just the platform of Apple TV itself that it's not up to the level of viewership that HBO is. No, Trends I mean, it's
1: It's got to be, what, in, like, what, fourth, fifth place amongst streaming services? We just looked at this
2: a few pods ago, what the viewership subscription numbers were.
0: I think it was higher than we thought it was going to be.
2: I think it actually has has more
0: subscribers than HBO Max, but HBO Max makes more money because HBO Max is more expensive.
1: Well, they charge more, and then when you look at, like, the fact that they have theater movies that are just being played on there. Yeah. You tell me I can only see it in the theater or on HBO. I'm going to go to HBO. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, then, also, HBO still has... The channel's HBO. Yeah. Yeah, Those yeah. People that have HBO Max don't need to go, or excuse me, people that have HBO on DirecTV or whatever don't necessarily need HBO Max. True. Yeah, that HBO's got but regardless, and new movies. So yeah, regardless, Ted Lasso, fucking fantastic. That was really the main bit of content I binged over the weekend. I was telling Caleb literally 20 minutes before the pod started, I finished season one. And now I got all of season two and I wish I started it like two to three weeks earlier. So that way I could have gotten myself a Ted Lasso costume for Halloween.
1: I regret not have seen that show because I saw so many good Ted Lasso costumes and, and I had my mustache. Your mustache. Perfect. Oh,
0: my God. It would have been perfect.
1: Yeah. So I went as Freddy Krueger and uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddy Krueger was a little harder because you have a mustache, but Freddie Mercury was pretty good. However, it was very cold, so I went as Freddy Krueger with a jacket, and I kept my jacket on most of the night on Bourbon Street because entirely it was fair. Entirely so I regret fair. that, and I probably will never dress with that much skin showing ever again because it's just too cold, and I don't like it. <laughs> and
2: that's what uh, I've been watching.
0: As far as what I've been watching, I went on a huge binge of Netflix rom coms this week.
1: Oh, dude, uh, I do that every once in a while.
0: Yeah, just like the the. Very 7 out of 10 teeny bopper Netflix rom-coms that they put out. You get a cold? Those are the best movies to watch. I don't know why. The best. Um, I watched, you know, two of the ones that really stood out. I watched a bunch of them. I'm still, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, To All the Boys I Loved Before or the Kissing Booth ones. The first one of each of those was good. The rest of them, not great. Uh, Yeah, tough to beat the first one, but the Perfect Date, another, of course, Noah Cent- uh, Centennial. Is that how you say it? I know who you're talking about. He's like the new Netflix dream
1: boy. He, he,
0: uh, yeah, right he's, he's the guy that's in literally every Netflix rom-com. Yeah. It's like him and uh, Justice Smith in all of them. And then I also set it up with Zoe Deutsch. Incredible movie. Also, love Zoe Deutsch. There's is a big pro-Zoe Deutsch podcast. Um, and a tv series dash and lily that i actually put on my favorite things of 2020 list we did last year and i came back to it still holds up great like 10 episode christmas rom-com centered around like books and
1: bookshop and bookstores it's pretty good did you ever watch um what's the addison ray remake movie did you ever oh watch that one? Yeah, yeah uh
0: whatever it is uh no uh, i didn't i have not i have not watched it yet
1: is it good? You watched it, didn't you? I, it's, I've watched it twice. Like, I actually find it to be very entertaining. Um, is, like, pretty good actor for what she's doing. Like, I'm not going to give her a whole... She's not going to win an Oscar, which yeah. is stupid because, like, I've seen comparisons of people where they're, like... um, They're, like... They hold up, like, the girl from Shameless. The TV show Shameless, that actress that's in it. Who's, yeah. like got so many credits so much theatrical experience and they're like this is acting and then they're like hold up ask. She's like this is not acting i'm like it's her first go around like ease up
0: yeah exactly the like layoff. It, think of how many people think of how many incredible actors and in their first movies were all rom-coms i mean you just think about the huge big actors right now paul Brian rudd reynolds, chris Ryan evans, reynolds chris paul evans
1: rudd. like all of them started chris in evans rom-coms did, like he did, like, the uh, Disaster movie or whatever. Like, Not, yeah. not Another Teen movie. And he, it's hilarious. Heath Ledger started in fucking rom-coms. Yeah, I mean, was, Ryan Reynolds I did you, all
0: those ben ben
2: really
1: good ones. Yeah. Van Wilder, yeah. Van Wilder, but, uh, yeah. It was funny. Was they were making the comparison between um, Not Another Teen movie, the original Freddie Pinch Jr., uh, a movie that the remake – uh, Al Battiston I cannot for, for I can't think it. of the name of
0: it right, now. Of it
1: right now. We got it. somebody Google it, somebody like type it in on their phone. I or got it like that. Right. but they were like doing three comparisons where they like it's the first meet where they're like, Yeah, they're, like, it, set up the it, it
0: sh- it's she's all that and now it's he's all that.
1: Yeah, she's all that. I knew it was, knew God, it was something pretty. really simple like that. Yeah, so they're they're like, I saw this like comparison between all three scenes where it's like in the first one, they're like, They're, they're like, they're looking for the girl that they have to make prom queen. And the Prinze Prince is like, oh no, like not, you know, not Nessa, like whatever her name is. And then like same thing with and Rish. Her character's like, no, not like that guy. And then in not another Teen movie, it's make Chris Evans is like making fun of it. They're like, Oh, not Manny Benjamin, like, oh no, like what she- she's got a ponytail, like, dear God, she's got a po- <laughs> she's got glasses and she's got paint on her overalls. It's obviously in another teen- not another Teen movie. It's just like amazingly hot, like model. That's yeah. like doing it. So it's super funny because he's just pointing out it's like all they do to make somebody like look, you know, unattractive Bad. in movies. is just like put them in a ponytail, put some glasses on them and put some paint on their overalls. And I was like, this is so funny. I need to watch not another team movie. I feel like it's going to be hilarious to watch Chris Evans do that movie.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. You want to hop into the news? Let's do it. All right. Let's start out in the MCU. Uh, we got a trailer for Hawkeye. Another trailer for Hawkeye.
1: Really good. Looking forward to that as the Christmas. Me
0: Christmas too. Go around, and there is, you know, Alex sent me one, uh, like all the TikToks going around right now of like, yeah. WandaVision and Loki like taking on dealing real with and grief. and Falcon and Winter Soldier like dealing with like real stuff.
1: world shit. Loki Hawke- dealing with like existential Ex- crisis of reality and stuff like that.
0: And Hawkeye's just like, "Fuck
1: you!" It's Christmas. Christmas <laughs> I love that. I was like, "Fuck you!" It's Christmas
2: time. I- I'm. I'm looking forward to this. I won't say I'm full on over the top excited. I think the trailers. Haley the f-
1: Steinfeld's in it, so I don't know yep. what you're
2: saying. Okay, fuck you. I we all agree. We are all very pro Haley Steinfeld. I'm I'm saying in terms of the overall show, I think this one we're like, I'm looking forward to. This. I think I think this would be like a middle tier Marvel Disney show. From I honestly,
1: I'll, I'll I'll wager that it's probably going to be the best one
0: because everyone I, lowballs I, Hawkeye, and I then- could see it being either one of those. It's either going <laughs> to be rather- like very middle of the road or incredible
2: i, I hope it's incredible it, I, I sincerely hope it, it exceeds my expectations i r- i hope it does
1: i'm gonna and also not what i think five dollar bet any any all comers that i'm gonna say this is gonna be the best one
0: um nothing against uh mr renner but yes this entire podcast is watching your show entirely for Haley steinfeld
1: i'm sorry i watch it for his humor his yeah humor his- is very good Jeremy's
2: a local and what's funny is Jeremy's a local guy here where I'm from in California he's like an hour and a half two hours from us oh really local guy so one year for Jeremy but I agree definitely for Haley Steinfeld and also Alec that's saying a lot because you're saying if it's the best it's gonna be better than Loki yeah that's high praise Hiddleston's
1: Hiddleston and like, I feel like Hiddleston gets credit for how funny he is, but I feel like Renner does not get enough credit for how he's very yeah. he's very subtle. hilarious. He is so fucking hilarious in all the Marvel movies. Like mm-hmm. you can go through every like Marvel appearance like he's in, and you'll uh, there's a funny quote. Like in Thor, he's like, Hey Fury, what do you want me to do? I'm gonna start I'm starting to root for this guy, you know? Like he's yeah. like starting to root for Thor. And then like in civil what is it not, Age of Ultron, he's like there's a whole like scene where he's like, Nobody know. Oh where would you see the fat quick quick guy? I don't know. I saw Ultron sitting on him. Damn shame, you know or in
2: civil war. I'm Clint. I don't care.
1: Right. <laughs> and then later on they play homage to that in Endgame when he's like Clint and he's like, Hey, he like knows my name. Or he yeah. like looks at Nebula and he's like, I know you. It's wrong Nebula. Oh, I know you. It's wrong Nebula. He um, has so many good lines. I feel like people just don't appreciate him.
0: I agree. I think Hawkeye's very very underappreciated uh, in in the
1: MCU, he's especially for being butt.
0: like one of the original six.
1: Yeah, it, it, they even point like in the writing, they make fun of him as a as a character. Like yeah. in Old Age of Ultron, he's like, like you step out that door, you're Avenger because there's robots flying around, shit's going on, the, fan, the sky is falling, and I got a bow and arrow. Like, yeah, none, none of this, this makes, makes sense. sense. Like, and I was like, I'm like, this is why he's good. Like, he makes – he like, they point out, like, why he is, like, hilarious. At the end of the day, he's
0: literally just a dude with a bow and arrow. Jeremy Reiner is one of those dudes.
2: We don't talk talk about it a whole lot, but Jeremy Reiner has been a very excellent casting of Hawkeye from what we would expect from the comic books.
1: Yeah, he's he's great as an actor for Hawkeye, and then he's also a great actor. Like, he's a lot of caliber outside of it. Did, I, I like... did you guys ever see
0: tag that movie that he did that was based yeah, on the, based to. on those friends that like play tag five
1: friends that play yeah. tag all like the it's month a of May. fucking awesome movie Have you seen the cat like the cast for it alone it's just like you have john ham hannibal burris him yeah uh the dude from the hangover the, yeah, the dude from the hangover dude. and then uh jason bateman yeah and that's like it's that's a like, nutty fuck. cast that's a comedic cast right there. First of all, like two of those guys are just comedians. I mean, one of them's comedian. star. And then like the other ones have just focused on comedic work most of the time. Yeah. So. Uh, Unbelievable.
0: Sticking with the MCU, Bill Murray hasn't uh, officially revealed that he is in the next Ant-Man movie. We don't know in what role. We don't know in what capacity. We don't know if he's going to be just like a one-off bit character or if Bill Murray's joining the MCU. But
1: he dies in the MCU, I'm gonna be fucking pissed.
0: Shout out shout kill, out to Louie.
1: They kill him uh, off in like Zombieland or so, like like they did Zombieland. The first yeah. like, ten minutes he's there.
0: I mean, I feel like there's no in between. I feel like he's not gonna be I don't know. Maybe Bill Murray could be like a like a one movie bad guy.
1: I could see that. I don't know if he's a bad guy. Is he a bad guy? How's he being uh... I don't know. Did, don't did know they say see. did they give us anything on him? It no him as a Literally guy, nothing. Like, yeah, him as a bad guy is like Tom Hanks is a villain. I know, I know. Um, it's,
0: like, weird. I, I could see him being, I think it's more likely that, like, he's actually joining the MCU, or he's just, like, a one-off kind of bit character, but either way.
1: You think they just might make him part of the MCU, like, he's just, like, canonically part of the MCU? Like, Bill Murray. Ah, that would actually be hilarious if he just was playing Bill Murray. Like, if he was just canonically part of the MC- MCU. Like, they yeah. kind of, like, the, I mean, have you, you guys have seen the commercial for, like, The Eternals, right? Where they... Yeah. They point out, like, canonically, Superman is in the MCU. In the MCU. Is, like, he's a superhero, like, comic book character. Yeah. Even, even though they have real ones,
0: like. um, That would actually kind of be hilarious if he was just Bill Murray. Like, Ant-Man goes up, <laughs> Paul Rudd and him just, like, talking about Caddyshack. That would be hilarious.
1: You're fucking, you're Bill Murray. Like,
0: you're, you're, yeah. fucking Bill Murray. you're fucking Bill
1: Murray. like, Yeah, that would not be surprising if he was just, like, canonically Bill Murray. Yeah, that would actually be great. I mean, Feige uh, is doing a great job over there with casting. Speaking of Feige,
0: Feige wanted all of the OG Avengers to die in Endgame. The Russos were on board with it at first. They started making plans to shoot it, and then they pulled it back because they didn't think, the quote, they didn't think fans could process it and that there wouldn't be enough time to celebrate all of them within the story like they did for Tony. Smart move. I
1: agree. I agree. Smart move. Um, you killed off a lot, and we didn't even celebrate. Uh, Hawk, uh, sorry, Scarlet Widow. Uh, Jesus, Black Widow when she died, and Vision. Like we did not celebrate them enough. Nah. And yeah. we, because Tony took a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the ceremony. He was the guy. And even, and you know, Black Widow was technically part of part of the OGs of Avengers. Yeah. But like, I think it's. Uh, but when we lost one of the big three, you know, that was Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Uh, I'm, I think it was a good move. What do you right. what, are, what are your thoughts, Ross?
2: Well, we kind of saw it in okay. you, you, touched bef- you touched on before. You touched on before with Infinity Wars. It's also I need to bring up Alec. You made a great setup for that Sedgewick. I know. So, shout out to you for that. You put that one on a tee for me. That was great. Keep um, keep,
1: wa- keep watching me. The rest of the yeah, show. Watch this happen. <laughs> I'm, feel, I'm feeling hot yeah, today.
2: We we kind of saw this in Infinity War when all the Avengers got dusted and you could kind of see which ones I don't want to say got swept under the rug. And it it was a tough circumstance because we knew in some way, shape or form, they were going to come back. But in that moment, like there were certain Avengers that got way more love about, or way more talk when they got dusted, like Spider-Man or Black Panther, as opposed to Falcon, like not shitting on Anthony Mackie. Not a lot of people talked about when he got dusted or like Ultron uh, getting his literally stole ripped out or whatever. So I, I think we kind of saw bits and pieces how fans will automatically gravitate towards favorites. Yeah, and I think we would have seen something similar where if he kills off all the OGs, we probably would have seen people gravitating towards like outside the big three, Thor, Cap, and Iron Man, and that probably would have been the main focus of all the love and lore. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, absolutely, hundred
0: percent. Uh, I don't have anything else like absolutely i I i'm glad they didn't it it does make it kind of like hard to transition into the next phase right because you still got some of the guys bopping around but it is also like we say big three with thor in there but it's really like top two and then thor and then the rest like
2: yeah it's like s tier
1: s minus tier and then
2: one a one b then you have two three four five
1: yeah, you really kind of have just like levels
2: of like super
1: badassery like, you know, you have Captain America very much on the low level like very much like war, street crime, stuff like that very much like mundane, like stuff that we are very common things. Yeah, then you have Captain uh, Ironman more with the international affairs, right? We're dealing with heavy weaponry. Uh, inter- international arms, arms dealer. Yeah. When we start, yeah, international arms dealing, right? Just really that thing, and then obviously, Thor is much more of a mystical galactic character. You're yeah. kind of just dealing with those tiers that we still have now in the MCU. Um, street crime and international affairs is kind of like mixed a lot more because it's just now it's just like it, earthly, it's just inter- earth now.
0: yeah, it's yeah. earth versus intergalactic stuff now.
1: And then you also have Doctor Strange's, shit, which is even crazier, yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of Doctor Strange, Alex on fire. The Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2, is going to have reshoots in November and December. Good Sounds or bad?
1: You, we
0: don't that. know if they're good or bad. We don't know if it's, you know, they had an idea in a future movie that now they have to set up in this movie. <clears throat> we don't know if they didn't know where some stuff was going to go, so they left some stuff to shoot later to, like, figure out
2: where it was going to go. We, we've we heard pros and cons of reshoots, on the pro side, think of that whole, the I am Iron Man and Tony snaps his fingers. That was a reshoot. reshoot.
1: Yeah. There's some great
2: stuff that will reshoot. It's not a good or bad thing. These reshoots may not even make the final cut.
1: That poses yeah. my question. is like when I hear the word reshoot in MCU, I get excited, honestly. like I, it, per, Me personally. I hear reshoot in anything that Warner Brothers is doing or in any other movie, I get terrified.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's fair.
1: That's I feel fair. like that's just because there's just a
0: different level there. It's a lot like... uh. It's a lot like video game delays, I think. Like, mm-hmm. they sound scary, but at the end of the day, most of the time, they're a good thing. Most of the uh, time, yes. they make the final product better.
1: For, yeah, for video games, I feel like it's a higher percentage. Like, maybe, yeah. like, it's probably 75% chance that it's going to be more improvement. Where I think with movies, I probably put around the 65 to 66% chance that it might yeah. improve. In. And But, like, it's sad to say it, but the other, like, 34% when it's bad is real fucking bad and also sure. it might not even be
0: that like it they're probably not making it worse like the reshoots aren't making it worse but the fact that there has to be reshoots like pr- like shows you that something is wrong to begin with like the reshoots probably make that problems better for the most part unless they just make it kind of crazy but they weren't starting from a good place when you hear reshoots a lot
1: of the time yeah i mean star wars the solo story was reshot and yep. that one came out very questionable at the beginning and then has grown with age yeah so i still don't understand why people didn't like that movie
2: yeah it, i like uh, that movie a lot
1: no no worse fan no worse fan of star wars is then a star yeah. wars fan is that yeah. the yeah. quote that we always say there, and, uh, uh, no, nobody no, hates
0: star wars like star wars fans yeah nobody hates
1: star wars like star wars fans that's and that is probably hands down like i would get that on a t-shirt because it's the most real it's quote. the most true thing of all time yeah but uh, we have some pretty good star wars news right now
0: we do massive star wars fan himself timothy zahn uh, timothy zahn uh had a little quote about kylo ren and his uh you know personal favorite grand admiral thrawn timothy zahn's uh thrawn quote thrawn would have had this guy for breakfast
1: talking about kylo ren Absolutely. i mean yeah yeah kylo's so easy would've... to manipulate he's so emotional he has yeah. no idea what he's doing half the time he has an extensive amount of resources which against the rebellion or resistance at the time very easy to beat yeah also thrawn would have
0: outsmarted and defeated pretty much every single character in star wars yeah he got, yeah. Beat, he got beat by hyperspace whales that he didn't know existed
1: yeah his his like losses if you attribute to them or look at them closely they're weird ways like it's kind of sorry this is gonna sorry to bash on tom brady but it's kind of like the tuck rule from the oakland raiders game like i'm like you're like where did that rule like exist? like how did yeah. what like they were supposed to win on that and it's just moments like that where it's like the whales come out of nowhere um in the Arab of empire air to the empire he gets killed by his like right-hand man because they find out the empire had been mistreating his like planet for like a long time completely not related to the war effort that they're on right now and then that's how he like dies and like he had stabbed that way and it's just it's very interesting to see how like it's like he doesn't lose in big games no thrawn thrawn was literally about to stamp out the rebellion like the rebellion was about to end on lothal yep easily they lose all those resources in Lothal. They don't get anything that helps them out later on in the movie.
0: No, they're 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 literally about to destroy Phoenix Squadron, which, by the fact that all of the uh, the Rebellion's like logos are based off of Phoenix Squadron logos, pretty important uh, part of the Rebellion's history.
1: Yeah. Also, another important part of history inside the world of everything Star Wars. And the greatest birthday gift I got today is what Caleb. <laughs> Alex killing it uh we're on to
0: the book of Boba Fett trailer oh my god Ross's hands are in the air he's fist pumping Ross's boy is back he has eyebrows now yeah Did y'all notice that
1: yeah they yep. gave him eyebrows I was like he's yeah, I hanging,
0: thought he, he's he hanging with emotion. Fennec, Fennec Shan for like six months and she teaches him how to draw on eyebrows
1: <laughs> honestly probably a good thing to do probably probably is that just it makes me questions like First of all, it took him six months to grow some eyebrows back. How long has he been in the Starlight Club? True. Yeah, there's very, very lot of A lot of questions there because he does start searching for his armor right after the man, like, like right when the Mandalorian starts. It seems like so. Yeah. How do we
0: feel about the trailer? What, what were our thoughts?
1: Interesting I mean, to see that he's not going to go on a rampage or just knock the shit out of people. That seems the tone that we're we're not going to get. Yeah. He's
0: trying. He's trying to be like a like good guy mob
2: boss. He's like very I was
1: diplomatic.
2: I was, yeah, just about to say, "Good guy, mobster." If Padme was a mob boss, it's like
1: I know, if Princess Amidala was a mob boss, that's yeah. how I
2: figured. It. Yeah, Padme. Yeah, I'm. It's. I loved this show. I mean, you guys know me. I'm a huge Boba Fett guy, but Absolutely. this trailer, I I'm excited for the show because we're gonna get a good look into the Star Wars underworld that we don't get that we haven't talked a whole lot about when we've been following around Jedi and stuff like that. We've gotten glimpses of it in the Mandalorian, but even to an extent, Mando moves out of that fairly quickly once he starts getting chased by the empire. So we get to see the full on scourge of the underworld in star Wars with this show.
0: You know what I really want out of the show, maybe more than anything else. I just want one. I want one reference to Tatooine Rhapsody, the visions episode. (laughs) I just, I just want one reference to like, this Jedi who's using his lightsaber as a microphone.
1: Such a such an off like show. I was so that's like the one I didn't hate it, but I was definitely like of the tears. I was like last.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> love that one. It was so fun.
1: It was I so knew dumb. You did too. I was like watching it. My kid was going to fucking love this and I'm going to have to hear about yeah. it man. for the rest of the <laughs> yeah. time we have this podcast about how much he loves that they just had a singing number. <laughs> it Spot was so on, funny. Alex. It was so good. <laughs> Um.
0: Okay, this is maybe my most important news of the week because if it's true, I'm going to lose my shit. Andy Circus. This part is true. Andy Circus has been cast in the Andor show.
1: Now. Did your did your guys' interest just go up a little bit more for the Andor show? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, we know that Cassian Andor is a fulcrum agent. Mm-hmm. We know that Andy Circus is the king of mocap. And his modernized mocap in modern uh, cinema. Mm -hmm. And we know that a certain Lassat friend of ours is best friends with another fulcrum agent around this time. Mm -hmm. Captain Garazeb Aurelios into live action Star Wars anybody?
1: A.K.A. Zeb. A.K.A. our main man Zeb from Star Wars Rebels. The purple stormtrooper destroyer i
0: i i'm on, going to lose it. my shit if we get up. i think we're gonna, I'm gonna be so happy
2: i think there's a chance but also we've been i don't want to say tricked but lured in by uh, andy sergis before and i've seen him in live action with true. uh age of ultron true no i'm not trying to shit on you Caleb. just playing he, I mean, yeah
0: he's a good he's a great live action actor too dude's just a just an all-around rock star but i gotta keep we- the hope up that we're this is the only show that's currently in production where it makes sense that we would get Zeb.
2: True. Again, I'm not trying to shoot you on your idea. I, I am with you guys. As I want. It. I'm just throwing out the other perspective.
1: Entirely, yeah, fair. definitely, definitely possible that we could see him as a live action character. Not bad. Also, po- definitely possible that we see him later on in the Star Wars era as a director.
2: Yes, I that like would that. be sick. I like that a lot. Yeah, that would be really he's sick.
1: Amazing. But- so.
0: This uh, hypothetical, not really a hypothetical, but question has been popping around Twitter again. You get one fuck to drop in Star Wars. The big one, the big one that was popping around Twitter was right as Anakin lights up his lightsabers. The main youngling right in the front just looks at him and goes,
1: fuck. Which I think is an elite place to put it. Where are you putting it? Who gets to say it? I got two spots. Okay. Just off the top of my head, two spots. Or three. Um, uh, Ross, you go first, because I have, like, too many. There's not, like, touched... all of them popping them.
2: Caleb and I uh, touched on this a little bit before. In Star Wars, um, The Last Jedi, is that it? Yeah, The Last Jedi, the second one, when, uh, what was her name? Rey. Not Rey, the lady with the purple hair. Oh, Mon Mothma. yeah. Mon Mothma when she's steering the ship and is about to go that's Laura Dern's character yeah
0: that's Laura Dern I said Mon Mothma earlier that's not
2: Yeah. Haldo thank you sorry Um, when she's steering the ship to go light speed into the first order cruiser and then you have Hux who realizes what she's about to do and he just looks and goes fuck (laughs) I think that's also a very
0: good one Uh, The one that came up for me, I don't know if I have an exact place for it. It might honestly be at the beginning of A New Hope, when C-3PO and R2 are bouncing around in the light cruiser, and there's just blaster bolts firing everywhere. I would love a fuck out of C-3PO. That would be so goddamn funny.
1: Uh, I think I have some of them for... Goddamn, I think I lost one of them. I was holding on to it for too long. Uh, One of them would probably be when they first see Maul ignite his two double bladed lightsaber. Yeah, and that's like, a one good of the one. Guys, one of the guys is like, fuck. That'd be a good one. Um, I'm your fucking father. That'd be another good one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I had another one, and it, I'm blanking on it right now. But there were definitely some. Oh, yeah. When they said, when they say this, they say this in Star Wars too. And I would love it if this was this guy's response. He's like, the engines go out in. Uh, in Phantom Menace, and I think Obi-Wan says, we'll be sitting ducks. Yeah. I would have loved it if the dude just turned to him and like, what the fuck is a duck? What the fuck is a duck? Because <laughs> they're in Star Wars. You've never seen a duck ever in that entire universe. And then in that one movie, they just drop this like, oh like he's like, we're going to be sitting ducks. It's like, there's no like, they didn't put in. That's not a like, thing. Every animal is different, except they still have ducks. Like that's canonically a real fucking animal. Um, another good one, that
0: I'm kind of surprised we haven't brought up yet. Just one of the rebel soldiers in the hallway in Rogue One. Red yeah, lightsaber. Be, they just, fuck. fuck. Uh, the last one that I want to bring up, Kylo Ren when the Millennium Falcon is flying overhead. Blow that fucking thing out of the sky! That would yeah, be Yeah, that would be a good
1: one. Uh, Han Solo. Instead of saying, I know, I, I fucking know. I fucking know. I
2: fucking know. Uh, or like, uh, I think I got another one. Um, Like Anakin talking about how much he hates sand. I fucking, fucking hate sand. Yeah, San. that's, that's a easy.
1: great one. That'd be a good one.
0: Or, or another, um, another Anakin one when he's talking to Padme about just killing all the Tusken Raiders. Not just the men, the fucking women and children too. too. <laughs> still, um,
2: I think still, also if you bring up on any time Chewie speaks, you can replace it with fuck.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, uh, right. Every single time they see, they're looking down at something really bad. Just somebody pops off a fuck.
2: I um, I got one more. You know how there's that comical? It, it was something that they ended up adding in. How like the stormtrooper in episode, in the New Hope, how he walks into the Bangs door and he had yeah. the doink, doink fuck. <laughs> that would be good.
0: Rex does that in the Clone Wars episode too. That was a nice callback by uh, Filoni in the Clone Wars. Yeah,
1: he just hits his head,
0: he drills his head on a bar. Yeah.
1: So does uh, uh Django Fett. He like bangs his head oh, like, yeah, to yeah get away from in attack of clones. He bangs his head on the uh, slave
2: one.
0: Uh, all right, let's transition hey, over hey. into Sorry, DC. One more thing oh. before we
2: go in. Sorry, one last idea. Samuel Jackson. Any moment with Samuel Jackson. Oh yeah.
1: Oh dude, right, right when he's getting he shot, Skywalker. Like, yeah, or like he's like he's like you gotta be fucking kidding me. He turns when he turns to the dark side. Yeah, like looks down at
0: his two stubs of hand, be like, what the fuck, as he's like falls out the window come on uh, how do we miss that um all right brendan fraser sent to join the batgirl movie as firefly i don't think we've ever seen live action firefly have we no i don't think so. Neither? i don't think we have cool like cool villain not like a huge villain in batman but just like loves to set shit on fire it'll be interesting to see
1: like i said dc universe is one of those ones where it's just like
0: Eh. who knows i like yeah. brendan fraser he's coming together i, I love uh, how off there's just,
2: control. yeah i love how there's just a huge portion of the internet that is just cheering for brendan fraser did you see that video that went viral a few weeks back how he got choked up in an interview when he hear, heard there's a just a bunch of people on the internet cheering for him
1: cheering for he him yeah screwed over in hollywood so yeah yeah everyone yeah, got, loves him now he got pushed out of hollywood I'm like we don't have to go into it, but those that are you're listening, like really look up Brendan Frazier, how he got like somewhat pseudo pushed out of it, sexually assaulted at one point, and yeah. just like his 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 Hollywood life was just not good because he got not blacklisted good. too. And he's a great actor from start to finish. So mm. the only other rough. bit of
0: DC news this week, James Wan said that the canceled trench spinoff, that's the trench from Aquaman, uh, was actually supposed to be a secret black manta movie. It's, it's going bummer. to be the introduction of Black Manta to the DCEU.
1: That's a, that's a bummer. Yeah. But DCEU, they make so many good choices, so let's see if this is a good one. Round, Sarcasm. Round yeah. what of
0: the DCEU since like since Nolan got that's done with Batman?
1: We're on like round four of Reset on the DCEU? I don't, is it is no. it? Fucking no. They're so trash. I don't know. Like it's there's no continuity to it. No. And it's it's so harsh of me to say that too, because it's like your only competitor is the MCU and it's just fucking wailing on you right now. It just it doesn't make sense. Especially
0: because their TV shows and their animated shows are so fucking good. Why can't they make good why can't they make good live action shows
1: They're or just, movies? I- I just don't think they let their creative uh, creatives come into play when they do this. They look more I still think their business side still controls controlling it. Well, obviously when you look at the MCU, they mm-hmm. let their creative creative teams run a little bit more freer. Yeah. And they just well, know they're going to make the money back. I Alex, mean, you look right, at you look at it's... Disney
0: in general. John Favreau convinced Disney when they knew they had a toy that was going to sell billions of dollars worth of uh worth of toys in Baby Yoda. Convinced them not to let baby yoda slip until mandalorian
1: came out somehow donald donald and, Go- glover was the one that said that to him he's like yeah, yeah. keep that a secret keep, people like secrets little mm-hmm. did he know he would put fucking disney on back order for like four or five months in the middle of the pandemic which is yeah. the worst time that I could have ever had Al- a, a Alex sellout.
2: right Alex right though how you can tell the warner brothers side business is pushing it instead of just story and fans Know, to their credit, have taken more and more interest in just the story and making sure that their characters that they grew up loving are being treated right and that the stories are being developed properly. DC is just pumping out shit because they're just trying to catch up profit-wise to Marvel, and I mean, it's not going to be a competition ever. Uh, and that's not the thing thing that's going like, like right now.
1: I don't know if, like, yeah. what DC execs haven't figured out that, like, nerd, nerds are going to spend money regardless. You come out with a movie and you say superhero, and it comes out in the next, like, February 23rd, I'm going to go see it. People are going to watch it. But like So you got to make it good. So if you but here's the okay. deal like the nerds are going to go see it. Yes. Now if you don't make it good, nobody else word, of mouth, word of mouth is going to ruin it and no one yeah. else is going to yeah. want to watch it. Therefore, that initial budget may like the initial watch will make back maybe a third of your uh, budget that you put out for that movie, but you're not going to get the full 100% if you screw and, over. Endgame
0: didn't right. break the record for biggest movie ever by the nerds going to watch endgame endgame broke the record for the biggest mo- movie ever because it became a
1: worldwide cultural event it became the yes. most talked about movie yeah the same thing's gonna happen with spider-man here in a yep. little bit it was the most watched tv trailer of all time surpassing endgame yep in a matter yes. of like 40 to 78 to 72 hour period so you and watch I'm like,
2: think- like yeah I'm, I'm, go i'll go one step further on you and i I'll go one step further than you on this, Alec, and I think also because it's we are stringing together three generations of Spider man Yeah, yeah, and I that think that's something lot. that not many superheroes will have. Period, going for them. Superman,
1: but that's the only one, and but they haven't made a good Superman movie in a while, and and that's no discredit to Henry Cavill; he's actually a really good Superman. He was.
0: That's the worst thing about this newest run of DCU is they had. Great they're actors
1: f- that put they're out great fumbling performances. the bags. They're yes. fumbling the bags with these like phenomenal actors. Jason Momoa,
0: incredible. Uh, Godot, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, Henry Bat Cavill, Cavill Batfleck. Like all of them are killing their roles with everything that they have like on the page in the script to read. And somehow the good. movies just aren't
1: good. Just can't yeah. pull it's not together. Their fault. Yeah, it together. No, yeah, no, it's not their fault. Not at all. And it's just. It's unbelievable, like how like they're just their creative way is just not not cohesive. It's not connective. There's no secret. And if you've seen like on TikTok or on memes, they'll show they'll break up this nine three by three nine part grid about they'll tell you everything that's that's happened off screen in the DCEU. and it's more exciting than what what has happened on off on screen. Yeah, like in deep, yeah. like one of them is like Robin dies. Like Robin yeah. dies in the DCEU off screen. Off no screen. one, Nope. Let's not show that. I'm like, that was like in a pivotal and, part in comics. It was Jason yeah. Todd you died? Know,
2: when Kevin Feige announced all the Disney plus shows and announced that Marvel shows on Disney plus were going to be canon. I got worried that they would lose fans, but honestly like Marvel shows are still vastly better than the DCEU writing off screen shit for fans for them to read like that's just so much more of a disengaging way of filling them in the story if that makes sense it's so dumb
1: yeah it's for your movies like you don't want to do that because it's not about the it is about the nerd coming to it and enjoying it and you you write it and make it for them and then after that they're gonna tell people yep yeah like i mean it's like look man there's vegans crossfitters and there's nerds we love the internet we're, we all talk. we're good at the internet now. Yeah. And nerds are really fucking good at the internet. The nerds too. are really good at the internet. I mean, they were probably good at it long before anyone even knew what it was. So, yeah.
0: uh, Alec started reading the book. So, we have a little bit more Dune news. Uh,
1: I, the director started, I
0: just got it. Like, yeah, I just Alec gave got Amazon. the book. I was giving you a little <laughs> credit. <laughs> too much. <laughs> um, there's going to be three Dune movies, at least directed by Villanueva. He wants he... three
1: Dune movies. So he's breaking up the first movie. the The first movie is the book, and that's movie one and two, right?
0: Are you gonna think, go for a third one?
1: I think so,
0: unless he's unless he's, he's cutting do... the second half of the book into two movies, which he probably could do.
1: So he's gonna do the uh, the two parter, what they do with like every like movie uh, movie trilogy nowadays, as they make the last one like a two parter.
0: Yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, I'm I'm at the end of the day. I'm just hoping beyond hope that they shoot both of them concurrently and we don't have to wait years in between them like we do for part one and part two or,
2: Yeah, isn't
1: it, isn't it going to be, it's not releasing next year or
2: they 2023. Just... Oh,
0: 2023 oh so it's like two years shooting next year releasing in 23 uh, yeah I feel
1: like they like you see the success with Lord of the Rings and how yep. much it just takes over like a period of time you see the success with Marvel, how it just takes over a period of time obviously they have different storylines but like still and start like there is no better bet right now than
0: science fiction and fantasy and, com- and like comic book stuff there's no yeah. better
1: bet in yep. hollywood than nerd shit right now if you look at the top 10 movies that have like won the box office i'm gonna say easily 8 out of 10 of them are nerd movies yeah and it would be safe to say 10 out of 10 i just don't yeah. know you know there's always occasional like one off that i have like wow that i did not see that one coming um are you looking up top 10 grossing movies of all time
0: i'm looking up top 10 box office from 2010 to 2020
1: oh it's gonna be like all it's gonna be all i'm gonna guess it's like all nerdy movies and then you have disney somewhere in there yeah there's gonna be some pixars in there highest
0: grossing films from 20 how would we just do of 21st century
1: yeah i mean those are gonna be the top ones right there and then I helps you. Highest grossing
0: movies. I mean, we all, we obviously know one and two already. It's Endgame and Avatar. Avatar, Avatar. yeah. Even though technically Avatar is back on top now because they're just annoying like preteen girls and re-release the movie. Um, petty. I don't, that's what I was going for, petty. And I couldn't think of the word. So I said preteen girls, which didn't really make any sense.
1: Petty can be anybody. Preteen girls, That's that's, just, that's a different breed of like person but like petty oh man why won't this load
0: this is pissing me off all right end game avatar the force awakens oh force awakens wow really infinity war jurassic world nerd avengers
1: furious 7 uh see there's one frozen 2 car nerd there's a pixar movie toy story 3 Pixar. Pixar and Toy Story Four. Pixar. So, I mean, if you want to qualify Disney nerd, there's another one for you. Yeah, it's he- but like in a sense, all those are heavy fandoms, too. Yeah. So I'm not nope. even, So remove nerd, put heavy fandom. Fandom movies, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you and take Dune, which is literally like one of the most well-regarded sci-fi books of all time, and fandom. has a massive fan base.
1: Yeah. The, you see what's not like winning at the box office. Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water. Yeah. That does not win at the box office. It wins an Oscar. Good. Uh, so, really
0: good, great movie. Great storytelling. Uh, bit weird to moonlight. see fish fucking. Yeah. Super
1: weird. Moonlight. Great yeah. movie. Great Moons movie. Wins an Oscar. Dominate the box office?
0: Nope. Nope. No. Probably did better on VOD after it won the Oscar than it
1: did at the box office. Forrest Gump. Wins Oscars parasite wins oscars doesn't do good at the box office i actually think parasite did well at the box office i think they both did actually well doesn't get to the top 10 though yeah exactly no
0: okay this is a bit of a weird one um what, the buzz light the buzz lightyear movie is happening there's a trailer for it buzz lightyear has hair but it's a movie
1: about the person the real in the person. toy story universe that the yes. buzz light toy is based on which is kind of yeah. interesting i've known about this for a while and i
0: liked it i it's a way better I, idea than trying to make just a buzz light movie
1: i think yes. it's i think it is a way better idea i think it's also a great world building yeah. of the toy story universe because i feel like oh, yeah. now oh yeah. there's got to be a real Cowboy that Woody was
0: based. On, we're getting Woody. a Woody movie. We're getting a Rex movie. We're getting maybe a Slinky movie. Like absolutely. Uh, what's I the don't name know, I go to go or, um, we're getting? We're getting a Toy Soldiers
1: movie for sure. Wait, dude, yeah. Toy Soldiers was such a good movie. Yeah, it was. That's an old one, but I mean the Bud Light movie. I mean, dude, the it conquer, looks great. Animation.
2: Wow. You know what's funny? When I first sent you. The day the trailer came out, I saw stills from the trailer before I watched the trailer itself, and I hated the stills. Sent it to you guys like, F this, this sucks. Then I watched the trailer. I don't hate it. It is, I'm going to say it. It's weird
0: to see Buzz Lightyear with hair, and it's weird to hear Chris, Chris yeah. Evans voice him.
2: But oh, we only up. heard like it, one word from him. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm,
0: yeah. Like, if there's anybody that's going to do it, I'm not going to be upset when Chris Evans is doing it.
1: I think it's sure. just funny that they have. Um, it's, it's like there's a, something on tweet Twitter that was like, we were gifted. Uh, they were like light skin, light year, <laughs> and then like I they think were I know also, what you're about there was like was another one with like Vision, and we were like we were giving pimped out Vision or something like that. That's great. And I, I, know and I what you're laughed saying. at both of them because they were just like so like perfect because that's what their characters are like.
0: Uh, We talked about Warner Brothers a little bit earlier and how they're all in it to make the money. Um, Warner Brothers is making a Smash Brothers style fighting game to put all of their characters from all their different franchises in. We're going to see Gandalf fighting Rick from Rick and Morty. We're going to see Batman punching it out with Scooby-Doo. Jesus.
1: I needed this movie four years ago i don't know what Is they're talking about finally dropping this sorry i need this game but i need the movie of this too I yeah, need these, these honestly like, i need the movie of this i needed this a while back because whole you look at that cast lineup and you're like it's so weird it's, it's, I, it's very weird. I don't know. i mean I,
0: shit let's get weird with it like warner brothers owns cartoon network we could see cartoon see? Ne- we could see cartoon network characters in there so, we could see the kids next door fighting fucking Batman. Like, just get weird as hell with it. Put a hundred on? characters in this game.
2: I mean, honestly, like, if you're going to go all out and make this up, like, you go full fucking weird. Yes, absolutely.
0: absolutely. This game can't launch with, like, 12 fighters. Absolutely not. You can't have, like, Gandalf. Yeah. At a like, minimum. You gotta have you gotta launch with 30 and have another 30 ready to go over the next three years. Yeah,
1: you you launch 30 and you charge me 70 bucks and you give me another 10 and I'll pay another 80 for it. Yeah, so watch like, me watch, watch me drop that 150.
0: I, I'm actually like all in on this. If they do it well, I think it'd be so weird fun. I think it's I perfect. It. That's a great I'm probably
2: to sitting out, but hey, make it weird, go all the way with it. Oh, you, you're getting into it. Because I
1: bet you anything this game mechanics could just be made just like Mortal Kombat.
2: Oh, it's going to be yeah, it's
0: gonna right. be Injustice, but with
1: more people in it. Yeah, it's just right. going to be DC versus Mortal Kombat. That's yeah. all it is. And they're going to include those. Oh my god, it's from...
0: literally going to be DC. We're literally getting the new, the expanded DC versus Mortal Kombat game. I didn't even realize that.
1: Yeah, yeah. you guys didn't notice that? Like, that's like Warner Brothers has the rights to like Mortal to Kombat. both of them, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it has, like, you can get Godzilla, King Kong, like, you can get any, anything that's come out on HBO. I need Rick. I don't even watch Rick and Morty. I need <laughs> Rick from characters. Rick and I need Rick from Rick and
0: Morty fighting like King Kong and Godzilla. I don't know why I need that. I don't watch Rick and Morty, but I think that would just look so fucking funny. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be insane. Also, you can get Studio Ghibli characters to appear.
1: They own the right to Studio Ghibli.
0: They own the rights to streaming it. They don't own Studio Ghibli. So they would All have right. to make a deal. They would have to make a deal with them. But I
2: would. But be, still.
1: I would be hyped if we got Howl in there. Yeah. You got Howl or something like that, or uh, Princess Mononoke. Yeah. And like a, her just riding a wolf around. That'd
0: riding a awesome. wolf around. You just get big old Totoro like bouncing around. Yeah, Totoro would be. Fr- I, don't, I don't know what Totoro would do. Maybe neither gonna do gonna I. Consume, consume maybe you put, people. Maybe you put Catbus in there and w-
1: instead. God, fucking Catbus is so weird. You need Cat to watch Bus this is shit, Ross. Catbus is awesome. <laughs> Uh, I actually just watched one, uh, one of his movies. I'm blanking on it. It was the World War II one. It's like post World War II, where the yeah. kids get together. It was a very nice one. So everything that Studio Ghibli makes is amazing. Oh, you for- would also get Blade Runner 2049. So that means yep. we could actually see an Anna de Armas character.
0: Speaking of Anna de Armas, uh, our. We might talk about Ana de Armas more than Haley Steinfeld at this point, at least over the past couple of episodes. Uh, so I would talk
1: about her every day of the week and twice on Sunday.
0: I don't yeah. care. Ana de Armas is in talks to lead a John Wick spinoff called Ballerina. She's staying in the uh, spy action assassin kind of game.
1: If She's just as funny as she is as she was for like the 12 minutes or less that we got of her in the Bond movie. Yep. I haven't seen a John Wick movie. I know, I'm a terrible guy.
0: Neither have I. This will be the first John Wick movie I go see. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to
1: be there at seven p.m. on release day. I'll be dude for the midnight premiere. I'll be there yeah. at six. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm going to stay here for six hours, see my girl.
0: For real, uh, we got a trailer for The Witcher season two, uh, over on Netflix. Ross hyped about it. I'm hyped about. it. Alec, did you watch season one? I can't remember. Yeah.
1: No okay. Problem. Anything with him? It's also got my main dude that plays, uh, it's Alec Meekins, I believe. No voice of Thron. He's also like oh, set to play it. He's yeah, also yeah. like kind of set to play him. He's in it. He plays like the villain. Yeah, he is. Mm. That's uh, why like, the first time I, I didn't know that was his voice. So when I was listening to him talk, I was like, man, why does this guy sound like he's a badass? Familiar. He, just he sounds super familiar. He looks at the ad, he's like, he, I'm like, he sounds like victory, is what he sounded like to me. That's the
0: other. That's the other thing. Uh, to go back to Studio Ghibli for just a second, when you watch the English versions of Studio Ghibli, every single movie is just like, "Who is that?" Oh yeah, that's like the Fanning sisters.
1: Aubrey like just Plaza, massive. Thing, yeah. Aubrey Plaza was in like one of them that I watched. Yeah. Um, Billy Crystal was in it. He was uh, the fire in House Moving Castle. He was hilarious. Yep. Incredible.
0: Uh, okay, last bit of uh, news for the day, and we're gonna hop out of here. Okay. You know I would never intentionally side with PETA. But the Arm Barn is just such a perfect
2: name for the bullpen. Loop our listeners in on what actually this is going on.
0: PETA is making a demand of Major League Baseball to change the name of the bullpen because they're PETA and they don't like animals being – animal names being used in things. They're – I mean, obviously, you hear that, you're like, whatever. PETA's up to their old stuff. But they threw out a replacement name. And that replacement name is the Arm Barn. And <laughs> I think it's fucking incredible. I think we should. I think we should change. Not because PETA wants it. I think we should just change the bullpen to the Arm Barn because it's an incredible name.
1: I give, think, me, give me Bullpen or Shark Tank. Shark Tank is good. Arm. Shark Tank is I think
2: good. We don't listen to PETA. And then we still nickname it. Call it the Arm Barn. <laughs> I agree. That's, that's like, it's like Peta's really like, dude, fucking cool.
1: It's like, I, you know what we should name it? We should name it the Arm Barn. It's like, shut up, Peta. Hey guys, you know what would be a really cool thing? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want. I want like the tweet from MLB, like the the graphic of like what they say to be like, while we're not doing this because Peta said so, they brought up a great name. And we're just going to change it. Fuck PETA, but also, it's now called
1: the Arm Barn. I would love it if they yeah. also called it, like, the Arsenal. Or, like, the... Ooh. Like, the you know, anything that's related to just, like, a cannon. Yeah. Or just, like, you know, it'd be all good there. Um, but the Arm Barn... So it's can just you imagine? Pita, it's can you imagine? The Armory! The Armory would be good, yeah. too. No, just because PETA said it. Like, PETA's just one of those places where they say off some, like, man, they just say some out-of-pocket stuff where you're like, dude, What? Like even yeah. like I know vegans that are just like shut, shut up yeah. Peta. <laughs> I think every, I think everybody hates Peta. They're the meg of all like social cause issues. <laughs> the meg, yeah, they really are. Like, everybody hates
0: them? Even people that work at Peta probably hate Peta. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're like ah, at least they pay me well. <laughs> yeah, they hopefully yeah. they get paid well. Uh, all right. We got any last thoughts here?
1: Nah, our man. post
0: our post Halloween
1: episode. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Those that, that are actually going to call me or text message me or hit me up on Twitter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say thanks now. And thank you guys for making my birthday super fun with this podcast. I know I love doing it with you guys every day. So, Aww,
0: Happy birthday,
1: Alec. Aww, happy birthday, <laughs> Alec. We were
0: going to sing you. happy birthday to Alec, but I don't think he wants us to. So I'm not going to. Yeah, I, mean, I
2: was fucking ready to.
0: I know. I know you were.
2: All right, just fucking do it. Was it. A,
0: it was a game time decision at the front. I almost did it at the front, and I didn't. Out the gate? Out the gate?
1: <laughs> if you guys want to do it, do it. I'm not going to stop you. I may just turn the volume down.
0: This has been Who Asked You, the podcast. Absolutely know what he asked for, but we are going to continue to provide. You can follow the show over on social at Who Asked You. That's the letter U pod. I'm at Lush Peck. Ross is at rparker209 and the birthday boy is at Alec M underscore one. Follow us on social. uh, Follow us on your podcast listening service of choice. I couldn't really think of what to call it there. Uh, Same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody. Later, days.